Hey mama, is the number one dream in your heart to have more time to be present with your kids? Do you wish you could be present enough to help create and instill godly character? Yet you are so busy with work, drowning in the to-dos, the laundry, and the carpool lines. Hi, I'm Michelle, a mom to three energetic kids, wife to an amazing guy, and daughter of the king. For years, I tried to manage my home while struggling to still have time to pour into my kids. The guilt was overwhelming and the to-do list just kept growing. And I was completely overwhelmed and stressed until I realized that I could create systems in my life and my motherhood that would change everything. In this podcast, you will learn time management, batching, habit stacking, setting boundaries, home organization, outsourcing, and you better believe we are going to be dishing out some chores so we can create hours of intentional time to pour into our kids since that is our number one priority as vibrant moms. Grab that lukewarm coffee. Let's stop time. Hey friends, today we are going to be talking through some goal planning. It is time for the new year. And January is always a great time to start fresh. So as we are moving into this next new year in January, it's time to take a look at where we are, what we are doing, and where we want to go. Now, this is why everyone, I think, starts to make goals and future plans in January, right? I make new holiday goals and mantras and this year I'm going to do this and this and this. It's just a natural time to refresh and review what is working and what isn't working for you. It's the start of a new, not only a new season, but also a new year. Although I have to say with these goal planning kind of things, you might feel a bit overwhelmed and sometimes exhausted. I think in January, oftentimes there's so much focus on goal planning and planning for new things, making New Year's resolutions, that sometimes it can just be exhausting and overwhelming. So today we are going to just have fun with that. And we're going to have fun with kind of walking through goal planning together to get you set up and just started with planning for that next year and to really make it fun. So the idea today is just to kind of walk through some simple ideas and planning that you might want to do for next year. We're going to be walking through a planner that I use is the Horatio Printing Planner. And they may still have some, so you can go check on their website. It's probably a deep discount at this point. The ones that they have, Horatio's H-O-R-A-C-I-O. If you want, you can use my code. It's Michelle20 and get 20% off. But you may be able to find even deeper discounts on their website page because they're probably trying to get rid of their stock at this point. So... Head on over there if you would like a planner. I know they actually have digital ones as well. I really prefer the paper ones because there's so much more you can do. And actually the art of putting pen to paper and actually writing things down 
makes your brain work a little bit harder and process that in a different way than if you were doing it digitally. So for me, I prefer the paper one. So if you don't have one, you can go get that one if you prefer. I love that one. If not, you are welcome to grab any kind of planner that you have, go to Target and get a planner. If you do not have a current planner, no worries. Just go grab a notebook and take some notes about what kind of things you want to plan and what kind of things you want to think about for this next new year. So as we're kind of walking through this, maybe there's some things that resonate with you that you would like to think about and see how those kind of play out. All right. As a reminder, I know January is going to be really busy. And as we're thinking about goal planning and time management and kind of taking care of things, there's so many fun things that we love to do, right? So as you're getting excited about all those, grab my free planner. It's a productivity planner. It's the resource on the front page of my website, birdmichelle.com. And you can grab that. It's a free resource that you can grab. It has a bunch of time management tools in it so that you can work through those or at least keep them in your tool belt for January, because as we all know, it'll start getting busy and kind of rolling along soon with school coming back and coming back from vacation and all the things. You might need some extra time and some extra ways to manage it. So that is there for you, my friends, if you need it. Now, as I said, I love the Horatio printing planner. I love to just get stickers and special pens and highlighters. Sometimes I grab motivational quotes or I cut them out from places or motivational photos of maybe things that I would want to do or things that are goals for that next year. And so I love putting them in my planner all over the place. It's just so fun. In October and November, I attended the dream planning events. There were two that Polly, the CEO of Horatio Printing, spoke at. And at each of those, it was so fun to just go and reflect and hang out with other entrepreneurs and other women who were reflecting and thinking about their business and where they were. I think oftentimes, I don't give enough credit to reflection and kind of planning things out. I think it's a waste of time. And I just think, why not just jump into the things and the tasks and do them? But I found that it was so refreshing to map out where I was going, really thinking about where I was putting my time and my energy and what might be stressing me out or giving me energy and extra motivation to do other things. And so just by reflecting on those, it can change everything. So even though this process seems a bit scary or overwhelming, and you might be tired, as we said, of goal planning, take a deep breath and uh, walk with us through these goals and mapping out your goals. And I promise you, it will give you so much positive momentum, just dreaming and thinking about these new things that you would like to accomplish or do in 2024. All right, with that, let's jump in. So I'm gonna walk through my planner and kind of the ideas that we 
went through in this dream planning event. And so by walking through those, this might give you a good idea. Even if your planner doesn't look the same, you would be able to just think through these different categories. Now we're going to go through about 11, 12-ish categories for you to just think through, dream about, and just plan. So if you have a ratio planner, feel free to walk through this with us. And you can pause the episode and replay it and all that kind of thing. If you are nowhere near a computer or a planner or a journal, just listen and think about what kind of things you might want to do for next year. As we jump in, I think it's really important. The first thing we did when we were doing dream planning is we talked about the praises and we just reflected on what kind of ways that God had blessed us over the last year. So that might be within the category of family or maybe trips you take in. Maybe it's your community or business or just ways that you have been blessed and huge just praise reports for the year that is coming to an end. I think that's really important to put in your new binder, in your new planner for 2024. And then you can look back on that and see how God has blessed you and how he has walked through that last year with you and know that he's going to keep walking through this next year with you as well. All right. Number two is your 2024 bucket list. Now in the ratio planner, there's a section for this that has like your bucket list and you kind of just start dreaming about your business and how you want to make the most impact, what goals you have for this next coming year. You may think about your family, what kind of things you would like to do differently or trips that you might want to go take with them, fun things you might want to do. Maybe there's some mental boundaries you want to work on, or you want to start a new hobby, or you want to start a new routine. Maybe you want to read a little bit more books. I know that's one of mine is to do reading every night instead of just scrolling through my phone. I have to say, I love hopping into bed. We have an electric blanket and like warming up the bed and just relaxing and sitting in bed and scrolling through my phone. It's great. But (laughs) I'm trying to change up that habit to be reading a new book or reading something different. And so that is one of my new ones for this next year. But think about what is your bucket list? What kind of things do you want to do personally, through your business, through your family, maybe through community? How might you want to grow or encourage friendships or maybe people you want to hang out with? All of the things. So this one is kind of where you can just take a deep breath and dream all these different ideas in your life. Now, one really important note is just to know that God is at the center and that we need to surrender all of our dreams to God, that he is the one in control of everything. The next section in the planner that I think is super important, it kind of goes through who do I want to become? And so you walk through eight different categories and kind of say how you're doing in each of those categories. And you give yourself a percentage. This planner has like a wheel. And so you walk through that and say, okay, spiritual, how am I doing spiritually? And you kind of give yourself a percentage. And then you say, why did I give myself this rating of 
this percentage? Am I doing a great job? Is this an area that I need to work on? Is this an area that maybe I don't spend enough time on? So the different areas would be spiritual, personal, financial, professional, dwelling or your home, home management, your marriage, or if you're single, relationships, motherhood, or if you don't have any kiddos, it's just family, maybe extended family, and physical. And so those are the main kind of categories that you are walking through and just figuring out out of the scale of one to a hundred, where do I feel that I am in each of these categories and why? I think it's really important to figure out why you're giving yourself those ratings because then you can know what to work on. So then you take all of those categories, let's say, and you write them down and you say, okay, I had like spiritual. So maybe I had like 95%. I'm doing pretty good. So what kind of things do I want to either keep doing or do for this next year? I want to keep meeting with God every day and having devotional time. We are praying about churches and that is really important. And I just want to be reminded to give everything to God. So those are my three kind of goals. So you take a minute and you write down three different goals or things that you want to do for each of those categories. And then you star or circle. I put a little heart sticker next to the things that I wanted to really focus on. And so you pick one thing from each of those categories, not a hundred things, Not so many, but you're just picking one. And that one thing, then you're able to really focus on and hone down for the next three months, the next quarter. And then after the next quarter, you do a quarterly check-in and see how are you doing with those things? Is there something else you want to focus on now? Do you want to keep focusing on those? It helps you just really take a deep breath and think about these different areas in your life that you usually don't think about and to reflect and say, okay, how am I doing in this area and what things could be better? Usually the places that you score yourself the lowest are the places where you have the least amount of time or you are putting in the least amount of time. They feel a little bit lower. So that is a huge kind of walk through process That took us most of the time when we were walking through dream planning and thinking through these different ideas and so forth. The next section or number that we are going to go through is refocusing and refocusing where our time is going during our day, during our week. Where does our time go? Because oftentimes if we don't decide where our time goes, it just kind of fizzles away and just goes all over the place. And then we we're kind of like, what did we even do today? What did we accomplish? So this is really taking a look at where does your time go? In the planner, it's called a refocus cloud. And so it just focuses on four different categories, what your passions are, what your focuses are, what your distractions are, and what your obligations are. Now, the obligations are like chores, bills, laundry, home management, carpools, meals, those kind of things. 
distractions. Of course, we can think of zillions of distractions, right? Social media, YouTube, negative thoughts, blah, blah, blah. Focusing is what kind of things you want to accomplish. And passions, maybe, what are you passionate about? What do you just wish you could be doing more of? And so the idea here is to focus on those four different categories and to figure out how you can take out some of those distractions and put in more of your time into your passions. What kind of things that you're passionate about? I think oftentimes we don't even realize that we're being distracted or that there's a bunch of different ways that we are wasting our time. And so I think it's really important to just take a minute and reflect and think about how are we managing our time? That is a amazing exercise. And you will really appreciate it once you do it. The next one that we talked through was generosity planning. And they just ask three really important questions. Who am I encouraging and praying for this season? Who or what am I making more time for in this season? And what am I budgeting for this season? So I think those are really important. Where are you putting your money? What are you budgeting for? Where are you putting your time in this season? And who are you giving back to? Who are you encouraging and praying for in this season? The next section is talking just about what is in your heart and what kind of things you might need to heal from or let go of before you move on. These might be boundaries, mental blocks that are things that you are needing to move past or let go of. The first question in this is, what do I need to let go of? The second one is, who do I need to forgive? And the third one is, what fears are holding me back? Oftentimes, we can have fear around certain things that, that are holding us back without even realizing it. Our body just naturally, intuitively moves or makes connections or thinks about certain things. And it might be because we are actually fearful of it. The next section that she goes through in the planner that you may want to tackle and think through is talking just about what kind of things are you afraid of? Are you afraid of failure? Maybe you're afraid of anger or you need guidance. Maybe you're fearful about the future or relationships or how certain things have turned out. You're worried that might happen again. So just to walk through this section of any fears that you might have that are holding you back and just to conquer those fears with God's word. So it's really important to be reminded that we are not to be conformed to the patterns of this world, but to be transformed by the renewing of our minds. Romans 12, 2. So this section just helps us to renew our mind and to let go of those fears we might be holding. Now we get to move on to kind of fun part. So all of that section right there in the planner or things you're kind of working through are all goal setting, especially the categories you're kind of setting small attainable goals that you can do in 90 days. And then you're moving through that heart section and kind of generosity where you're seeing if there's anything else that's mentally holding you back. So after that, you're looking at 
okay, what do we want to plan? So you may be mapping out If you have a regular planner, this is probably where you have a yearly kind of calendar at the beginning or the end. You might want to map out where you're doing trips or maybe you're doing events or maybe you're doing business promotions. All that I think is really important to map out. So you might want to take, I love using just different colors, highlighters, and then highlighting just different weeks and knowing my main huge yearly plan. There's also then breaking it down quarterly. Now, some planners in this one, they go back to the kind of those different categories that you talked about at the very beginning of the year. They go back to that every quarter and have you kind of refocus on where are you with these categories and these goals that you've set up. So I think that's really fun. Some planners don't have a quarterly kind of section to them. But you can always add one or you can write in the back or whatever you need to do. But each quarter, I think it's really important to reflect on praises that have happened. Maybe continue to focus on your passions, your focus, your distractions and obligations, and those new things that might be different each season. It's really important to check in with those goals and how you're growing and how you're staying on top of those things. Because I know for me, sometimes I don't take the time to jump in and reflect each quarter. And so then I get to the end of the year and I'm like, I don't know how I did on those goals. Oh, there, that's how it is. So it really helps if you do it every quarter. Every quarter is not too much to manage, I think, but you just have to set aside time to do it. Next, we talk through each month. So you probably have in your planner or a planner, a monthly kind of spread of what the calendar for that month means. Now, what I'd love to do is kind of write praises or things that are exciting on the side of your big giant calendar for that month. Maybe there's some fun things that you're doing. Maybe you're thankful for certain things that are happening in that month. And so I love to just write those down. It reminds me when I look at each month to see all the different new praises. So I would write down praises or if you have school dates where your kids aren't in school or you're taking a vacation or it's somebody's birthday or you're doing something, write those down in that monthly view, how you're looking at it. And that really helps visually when you're looking through and planning, you're like, okay, Here's January and you can see, okay, visually I have these two weeks and then this happens and then we're doing this week. The main time that I love looking at a monthly layout like this is over the summer when we often have things that are happening for weeks at a time, whether that be traveling or camp or other things. I find that it's really helpful to look month by month versus each week. Then the last section we will just talk about is your week. So you probably have in your planner some kind of way that you have your week spread out. Now, the layout might be different. I like it to be horizontal. Some planners are vertical where they have each day laid out and maybe on the side there's a to-do list or there's a place where you can write extra things. So it's really important that you use this layout or this section to kind of time block your week. I love color coding Um, my planner. Some people don't. Some people like to write different things, but I kind of color code it in blocks. So 
the very top portion of my day is in an orange block, which is my workout block. Orange Theory or F45 or whatever I might be doing. That's my workout time. And then underneath it, I have a little scheduled time that's in yellow. That's like my devotional time because that happens next. That workout time is also includes like taking showers, getting everything together, getting kids out the door. That's my morning routine. And then I jump into my devotional before I jump into my work block, which is the next big section is green. That's my work block section. And then the next section in my day is blue. And that's kind of from two o'clock to five-ish, that afternoon time where you might be finishing up projects, going and picking up kids, taking them (laughs) to and from school, maybe to practice, piano practice or sports or all kinds of things, right? That's kind of an active time, or maybe you might be working on homework with kids in the afternoon. And then in the evening, I like to make it just purple to kind of end out my day. And that then, you know, you put in whatever your evening routine might be. Maybe it's a family movie night. Maybe you're going out with friends. Maybe it's a date night. All those things. (laughs) So that's how I map out the layout of my week. Now, you can do it any way you like. But I really do like doing the blocks, especially for the week, because I can easily look at it and know, okay, in this morning section, I have these things we need to do. In the midday section, I have this. In the afternoon section, I have this. And then late afternoon, evening, oh, we better be ready for this. But it gives me a really great visual of my whole week and how it's spaced out. I also like to then say, oh, okay, I have meetings these days. And I can mentally see that this day and this day I don't. So I'm going to like schedule in something that needs to be accomplished on those days. So it just is really helpful, I think, to have a big weekly view of things. So if you're doing time blocking and that kind of thing, I highly suggest doing different colors when you're moving from block to block. Now, one fun thing, I love putting stickers and other things, as I mentioned. So sometimes I put stickers like during the week or on the monthly view or all kinds of places all throughout just to make it fun and make it more your own. Now, one of the other reasons I really love the Horatio printing planners are that they have beautiful scripture verses. Each week they have a new one just to focus on. And they also have lots of white space. I love the extra white space because oftentimes we're reflecting or we're thinking or maybe we want to write a to-do list at the bottom or kind of our weekly intentions. So having extra white space is really important just to have a place to write things down and think through stuff. Also, a lot of pages right around the end of the beginning and then the kind of quarterly, they have extra pages in their planner to write things down, praise reports, but also just to take notes. I love if I'm doing another goal planning session or if I'm thinking through things or reflecting on something or maybe I'm listening to a speaker or that kind of thing. I love going to that section and then taking notes in that section of my planner so that I have it for future reference. So if there's something that you encounter that you want to take notes on that you might want to be able to look back over the course of the year and refer to, I find that's really helpful. So hopefully this has made it a little bit more fun talking through these different ideas of talking through praises or 
your bucket list or what kind of, as you said, the different categories to personal growth. So maybe this has just broken it down, broken down those goals and made it a little bit more fun and a little bit more enjoyable as you jump in to this next new year and start to plan. Hopefully it was not overwhelming. I know there's a lot of things that we did cover. So take what works for you and leave the rest. I can't wait to hear about your new dreams for 2024. So if you want to share any of your goals, maybe what kind of things you're trying to do in different areas or what your passions are for this next year, what kind of things just light you up and you're like super excited to plan out and do. Come on over to our Facebook group, Home Management for Working Moms, Organization and Time Management, and just leave a message there and let's connect. Let me know what kind of goals you have that you would love to share. I would love to support you and provide some accountability to those goals and what you would like to accomplish this next new year. All right. Until next time, friends, I just want to say thank you so much for listening and hanging out with me. This just lights up my week to be able to connect with you and hopefully offer a few little extra tidbits of sanity or tricks that might help you save that time. Go check out the productivity planner that I have on my website that will give you some new tools for this next new year and new month in January as we're all trying to save time and work on all kinds of new fun fresh things so go over there and grab it I pray that this blesses you did this podcast bless you did you learn something new did this podcast encourage you please leave our mom a review pretty please I hope you loved today's episode, friend. I pray it blessed you, encouraged you, or challenged you in some new way that is helping you. If so, would you stop right now and share this episode with someone else that needs community too? I also would love if you could take 30 seconds for me and leave me a review on Apple Podcast. This is the only way that I know that you are actually enjoying the show and that it is blessing you. Plus, it makes me happy to hear from you. Come on over to our free community, birdmichelle.com, and grab your free gifts. I have free productivity programs and everything you need to know about working with me, taking my courses, or connecting. Lastly, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so that you don't miss an episode. 